Hey, good morning, everybody, from the studios of Grand Fork's Best Source on a blustery Wednesday morning. It's time now for your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Standing by, we're going to be talking with realty expert John Brodine right after this. Real estate can feel a lot like this, but you should expect more when you're buying or selling a home. You should feel taken care of by someone who can turn jitters into ah. Someone with the tools and knowledge to help you find the one or sell yours. We'll take it. Someone who can make real estate feel less like that and more like this. That's home services. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. All right, here we are in the studio. Realty expert John Brodine is in the house. How you doing, my friend? Good, good. How about you? Good. A uh, little hairy getting in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's funny. We um, I called a hockey game last night, and uh, I was with a, next to a photographer, and his wife was at some random stranger's house because she got stranded oh. on the way from Red Lake Falls to Grand Forks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so the highways are pretty bad. <laughs> oh, huh? there's cars in the ditch everywhere. Yeah, they Terrible in fact, uh, they just opened up the highway I live on about one minute ago. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I had to talk my way in going through last night just to get home it's like come on man i live right over there and he's oh. like anyway how you been i've been good yeah yep. things are awesome little one doing good yeah really good it's all right fun times she's like developing more every single week yeah it's fun you just you look at the look in their faces and yeah. they're just how they soak everything in yep yeah. she's way more in tune with like what's going on around her smiles way more oh sure yeah, yep she's, she's awesome yeah well awesome. enjoy it man yeah i know it's it's already going by fast you know and just these few months and yeah that's yeah, crazy um you know uh, getting back to real estate stuff uh we talk about this all the time a lot of people will assume this because you got your house on the market it's not selling and they're thinking well you know that's a good thing because that means if it's not selling right away we're just going to get more money for it yeah the, i would imagine that's really not the way it works yeah that's one of the most common things we run into and it, it's one of the things i covered when i was talking about the biggest myths in real mm-hmm, estate. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that was like my last show or the show before that. So I run into this with sellers all the time where they think that um, if you price it low, it's going to sell fast and for less money. And mm-hmm. if you price it high, it's going to take longer and you're going to sell for more money. Right. And this couldn't be more opposite from the truth. And this is kind of a hard thing to get sellers to understand. And, you know, everybody in their mind, not everybody, but a lot of people think their house is worth more than it really is. Yeah. And so they they have this hope that there is somebody out there willing to pay more than the house is worth. And that's how they're going to get top dollar for it. And they just need to wait around until they find that person. So Mm -hmm. I actually pulled all of the sales that have happened in the past six months. I excluded new constructions because those are going to be on the market for a long time um, while they're being built, whether it's a custom home or whether Mm -hmm. it's a spec home. And they're still going to sell very close to their asking price. And that's normal for new constructions. So when we, and we just looked at single family homes, excluded new constructions, looked at all the sales that have happened in the past six months. So since June or a little over six months, all the sales since June, that's kind of when the market changed. So we want to make sure we're kind of studying the same type of market. Um, and I divided it into slow sales, slow, uh, slow meaning like sales that took over 100 days from listing until closing. So they sat for a minimum probably of about 55 or 60 okay. days before they accepted an offer. Okay. And then um, I also looked at quick sales, which closed in under 60 days, which means they probably accepted an offer within the first two weeks on market. And like I've said a million times 
like on the show before, those first two weeks are the most important time on the market. That's when you're going to get the most exposure. That's when it, the most excitement, the most positive, um, positive energy mm-hmm. around your listing. Yeah, like that's when the agents. When it sits on the market for a while, you have kind of a negative stigma. People are looking for what's wrong with it, why it hasn't sold. When it's fresh on the market, people are looking for reason why it's going to sell fast. And they know it's getting a lot of attention. A lot of other people are looking at it. So when we look at these slow sales, um, this stuff is pretty interesting. Really important number to look at is the average price per square foot sold. Because this this really helps us compare apples to apples. Okay. The average price per square foot sold on those slow sales was $119.38 per foot. Um, the average, so the average days on market are those slow sales. Like we said, we said anything 100 days on the market and over. The average days on market from listing until closing was 155 days out of those slow sales. And the average list to sale price ratio, this is how much they negotiated down, mm-hmm. um, was 96%. So on average, they wow. negotiated down 4% off of their list price. Uh-huh. And that doesn't even include price reductions that happened sure. before that. Okay. Um, so on average, let's say you got a 2,500 square foot house, it would have sold for 198,000 and some change. Okay. Um, then when you look at these quick sales, it's pretty different. So remember we said $119 a foot Yep. for the quick sales on average, they sold at $123 and 80, $123 and 83 cents per foot. So like more than $4 more yeah. per square foot, which is pretty big when you're talking about thousands of square feet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Days on market on average, like we said, everything was under 60 days. The average days on market of the quick sales was 44 days. And then this is also really big. That list to sale price ratio, 99%. Oh, man, yeah. On average, they negotiated down only 1%. And this is since June. June is when the market changed. Right. So, um, you know, this isn't in an optimal, crazy seller's market like there was before June all the way back through, like, to the beginning of 2020, basically, Mm -hmm. or summer of 2020. So this is in a you know, more balanced market than we've had over the past three years, last six months. So we're, this is a pretty fair comparison here. So they're getting a much quicker sale. They're getting a higher dollar per square foot. Mm -hmm. And they're also um, negotiating down much, much less because in that early stage, like I always say, that's when you have the negotiating high ground. That's when there's the excitement around your listing, the maximum amount of exposure that it's ever going to get the most Basically, the most eyeballs on your listing are going to be in that early stage. So let's compare this. If you got a 2,500-square-foot house um, in Grand Forks, if, you do a, if you're able to sell quickly and close in less than 60 days, basically get it under contract within the first two weeks, mm-hmm. on average, you'd be selling that 2,500-square-foot house for 3095 If you were to have a slow sale where that same house, 2,500 square feet, sits on the market for over 100 days from listing until closing, so it waits for at least probably 55 or 60 days mm-hmm. before you accept an offer, um, you're only going to be getting 298000 about $298,500 for it. So same house, same size. If you And usually the reason that a house would sit for longer is because it's overpriced. There's a few other factors. A few other factors would be uh, it's poorly staged. That's a big one. Um, the sellers didn't make certain uh, repairs or cosmetic improvements before to, you know, make it more marketable. Sure, but um, you know, this is, you know, for the for the slow sales, we had forty one sales, so that's a pretty pretty good size mm-hmm. uh, sample to pick from. And for the quick sales, there was one hundred forty three sales. 
So, you know, you got a lot of sales to pick from here. Yeah. And and, 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 and that example you just gave me, that's $11,000 difference. Yes. Yep. And if you don't think $11,000 is much, well, then, yeah, you know. <laughs> and, and you figure you also have, you know, on average 155 days versus 44 days. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like three extra months worth of holding costs yeah. on the house as well. It doesn't factor in that these people were probably trying to buy a new house and buying a new house if they put an offer on it good chance of losing it if you wait 100 days right but if you sell in two weeks then there's not that much of a chance of losing it so they probably had a much more smooth and hassle-free move Mm -hmm. Um, so getting into their next place was probably much much easier with the quick sales Um, the negotiation process was probably much much easier because they had much more leverage on the quick sales so for any seller who thinks that pricing it high being hopeful waiting for that perfect buyer who's willing to pay that you know, beyond what the market will actually get you, mm-hmm. that's going to shoot you in the foot. You're shooting yourself in the foot by doing this. You're going to be sitting on the market for much longer. You're going to have a much more inconvenient process. You're going to have higher holding costs. So in a nutshell then, John, are we saying um, believe you're a realty expert? Yep. These guys know what they're talking about. Um, you might think you know this and you know that, but they call you guys a realty expert for a reason. Now, if you would have listened to me in the first place, we probably would have got rid of your house six months ago, and, and it all would have been right like I told you it was yeah. six months ago. Yeah. Um, is that the first start? Is that what you do no matter? You know, a lot of guys out there, you know, it, it's like suck it up. Yeah. All right, listen to the guy. I know you don't like to listen. I know you don't like to be told, but I think that it all starts right there. Yeah, it's all about how good the agent is too because if the agent's not giving you good advice, even if you follow it, you could still end up in this situation. Sure. Um, if the agent doesn't give you good advice on preparing the home for sale, you could also end up in this situation. Um, if the agent doesn't present the information and the statistics and the, the market data in a you know, easy enough way for you to understand you, it might be harder for you to understand what's going on. And therefore you might not listen to them and you might end up in a bad situation. So the communication skill, even if the agent has the right idea of value, their communication skills of being able to tell the seller why this is, why it's important, come up with the right strategy is also important. So not just listening to your agent, but also being smart about who you pick as an agent to avoid this bad situation of selling spending a lot of time on the market before selling because this is like the kiss of death for if you hope to get top dollar for your listing. So do you ever sleep? I mean, is your brain always going on million miles an hour? Because I could imagine, I could just see you. You got a new baby at home. You're probably rolling around tossing in your sleep last night thinking about what you were going to put on this show today. And and I (laughs) I can tell by the look on your face that I'm probably pretty close to being right. No, no, you'd be surprised. I can turn it off pretty good. Okay. Yeah, okay. there's times when uh yeah, real estate dreams aren't necessarily always good dreams. No, I like, would have Things are always going wrong in real not. estate dreams, but no, I do all right with turning it off and uh-huh. you know, working when I'm working and then when I'm when I'm off, you know, I don't I'm always communicating with clients, but it's it's easy for me. Yeah. You respond to text messages and you respond to emails and occasionally take phone sure. calls on the nights and weekends, you know, but um yeah, it, that's something I've gotten better at over the years. Definitely. So if you're going to sell your house, people, yeah, and you get a realty expert like John Brodeen or anybody with the Berkshire Hathaway family, listen to what they say. That is one of the reasons why you got these guys to help you out. Yep. Listen to them from the very beginning, and it's probably going to save you a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of headache, and uh, probably some money, too. Yes, and, and when you're talking to your agent and they give you recommendation – it's fine to ask them to explain themselves. Let's say you're interviewing yeah. like three different agents 
and they all come up with you know three different prices and they're maybe they're all in the same ballpark but ask those agents to justify their prices why they made these adjustments why they picked these comps a good agent will be able to tell you exactly why they made every single adjustment why they selected this comp instead of this comp if if they if the agent can explain it to you in a way that you understand and makes sense, that's a good thing. If they're kind of like, well, if, if you get the feeling that they don't quite know what they're doing, that's probably yeah. a bad sign. Yeah, when you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars here, you better be able to walk out of a meeting with somebody like you and 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 say to your significant other half, I got exactly what he meant. I yeah. know exactly what he means. Here's what we've got to do. Yeah. If you walk out of there and go, did you get any of that? And they say, no. Yeah. Well, then you better start shopping around for a realty expert. Yeah. Ask questions. Asking questions is good. That's how you'll be able to tell the pros from the amateurs. And um, and that's part of our job, too, is mm-hmm. to be able to turn all this numbers and information and raw data into things that we can articulate and explain to you in a way that you're going to understand it and that it's going right. to all make sense. It'll make you feel so much more comfortable through the whole thing. So. All right. All right. How does somebody get a hold of realty expert, John Brodeen? Uh, go ahead. Subscribe to me on YouTube. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on TikTok. I'm everywhere. Uh, if you want to become a client, my number is 701-213-5428. You can call or text me on that. And uh, we'll see you in a couple of days, Friday morning. Yes, sounds good. All right, there you go. That is your realty expert, John Brodeen. And that is your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast, Wednesday edition. Hey, John will be back again on Friday. Until then, have yourself a great day.